Luke chapter 19. Man after my own heart. Zacchaeus. Jesus entered Jericho, and he was passing through. Sounds like a verse that doesn't mean anything. It means everything. We treat Jesus like we treat Jesus. This is a pass-through of your week. You do Monday through Saturday on your own, and then you pass through your spiritual tunnel. But I want you to know something. In the grand scheme of things, Jesus was only in Jericho to pass through. Hadn't made any reservations. Hadn't set up dinner. He was passing through. Means everything. Because a man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector and he was wealthy. Everybody knows Zacchaeus was a wee little man and a wee little man was he. And everybody knows that he was a tax collector. But that does not do it justice because that is not what it says. He was not a tax collector. He was what? The chief tax collector. He was the tax collector in charge of the other tax collectors. And tax collectors had a bad reputation. But the tax collector in charge of the other tax collectors had a massively bad reputation, and I'm going to tell you why. You see, the government required people underneath them to pay taxes, okay? So let's just assume, to do our numbers easy, that in order for you to live in Jericho, you had to pay the government 10%. But the government needed someone to go and get that money for them. Those were the tax collectors, okay? And so the tax collectors did not rely on tips. Waiters and waitresses, can I get an amen? They didn't rely on someone to say, I'm going to take your taxes to the government for you. Will you give me a little bit? No. If the government wanted 10% and they showed it your, up at your door, they said, we need 12%. So they would take 12% and you would, they would send 10 to the government and they would keep 2% of your money, so they got 2% of all the money for all the houses they go to. But the chief tax collector is the guy who set up all the other tax collectors. So he picked the number for the people who work for him. So Zacchaeus could say, okay, we're going to send uh, 10% to Jericho. Every one of you all, you take 3%. I'm going to get you a raise because I'm going to be the, well, basically he was the tax pimp, all right? He was, you know, causing, he said, go get 20 so guess who got seven from all of the tax collectors, from all of the people? They didn't like Zacchaeus. He was a wee little man with a way big bank account. And he was rich because he didn't do anything but take everybody else's thing. That is why in the scriptures, tax collectors are given their own category of sin. <laughs> Because they sinned, listen, against their people. That's why uh, Levi got so much grief 
when Jesus went to him at the tax booth by the sea and called him to be a disciple. The other disciples were like, whoa, 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 whoa. This brother, this brother turned his back on his family. This brother turned his back on his people. We live in a place where you just, it's a barter system. You just give. But he has now gone to work for the government, and he's a taker and not a giver. Jesus doesn't matter what's in your life now. It matters what he thinks your life can be. Because if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creature. I don't see what you were. I see what you are. I see what you can be. I'm just asking you to come be it with me. He wanted to see who Jesus was. He was all about the money, but there was something about this guy. Everybody in town has lined up to see him, and I need to be clear. It does say that Zacchaeus was short of stature, but that is not why he could not see Jesus. The Bible's clear why he could not see Jesus. He was short. He could not see what? Over the crowd. The crowd will get in the way. The crowd, the popular, the many will get in the way. Ask the Israelites. There was 12 of them ready to go in the promised land, but 10 got in the way. Two said, let's roll. 10 said, let's know. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but he was a short man. He could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead. Listen to me. I don't run to nothing I don't want. I am not running unless I'm being chased or I really, really want something. But this guy runs out ahead of the crowd and climbs a tree in the middle of He's in maze on Main Street. He picked a Main Street tree and climbed it. Climbed a sycamore tree, my favorite part. I, nobody ever told me. The song doesn't say it was a cookie tree. It was. Fig tree, yeah. He climbed a Newton-making tree. That's right. Zacchaeus picked a good tree, climbed up a fig Newton tree. Sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. I love this, I love this, I love this. Jesus is doing his thing, singing along, doing his thing, singing along. Then all of a sudden he's just like, You know, the Bible, look at it. When Jesus reached the spot, he was passing through. He wasn't planning on staying, but God had other plans. When Jesus reached the spot, he was so in tune with the Spirit that he knew exactly what he was supposed to do. He didn't know what or how you did. I'm here, sums up, literally. And he looks up, and there's a man in a tree. And Jesus says, Zach knew his name. Everybody looks over that. Zacchaeus. Brother, come down out the tree. Now, I have my theories for why he's telling Zach to get down. I think my best theory is that as far as I know, the attire of that day was the toga. Anybody with me yet? Last thing I want on Main Street, if I am under the tree, is to see a man in a dress in a tree. That's funny right there. Brother Radford wouldn't say that, would he? <laughs> Moses be in the pulpit. No, no, no. Listen now. Zacchaeus, get down here. You're embarrassing yourself. Get down. I'm going to stay at your house. Listen. 
I'm going to stay at your house. Remember, remember a few weeks ago we talked about more? More means sacrifice. More means not your plans. More means when something comes up, when you hit the spot. More means when the opportunity arises, your plans don't matter. God's plans matter. And when God's plans matter, giant things happen. Get down. I'm coming over, and I'm going to stay the night at your place. You know what Zach did? Zach called his boys. Zach called all of his brothers and sisters. He called all of his friends. He said, fellas, fellas, Jesus is coming to my place. Feast night, party at my house, 7 o'clock. You know what Jesus said? He didn't say, oh, no, please don't invite those sinners over here. I said I was coming to see you. Oh, no, I have plans with the preacher and the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, all of the religious folks. I need to go and be with them. We need to make the mark. We need to do the blessings. We need to, no. He said, call them up. Bring them on. Call them up. Bring them on. You know what Jesus did? He preached to them. Nope. You know what Jesus did? He condemned them. Nope. You know what he did? He ate. He ain't no dummy. Zacchaeus was rich. They weren't having Oscar Mayer. And Jesus smiled. And Jesus thought differently. You know why? Because Jesus doesn't see what we see. Jesus doesn't see where we are. Jesus sees what could be. And when Zacchaeus realizes that this guy is different, Zacchaeus wants what this guy has. He came down, welcomed him gladly. The people began to mutter. Oh, church. happens all through the scripture. Good people, bad people, Catholic people, Methodist people, non-Christian people, all people be full of mutter. If they something they can talk about, they'll talk about it. We make fun of places like the salon. We make fun of places like the break room at the hospital or the teller room at the bank. No, 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 it's the same right here in the sanctuary. It shouldn't be, but you know it is. When the juicy word comes through, we want to share the juice. Well, we thought he was special. Look at him. He went to the center's house. He went to Zach's house. Why Zach's house? You know what that is? You know what he said? You know what they're doing? He went to the drunk's house. He went to the hooker's house. He went to the hoe's house. He's, they're using all the words we're not allowed to use here, but in the Jesus story, there it is. Yeah, come on, girl. They're muttering about where he is with the divorcee and the Methodist and the Presbyterian, whatever words you want to call people that aren't like you. All the holy people are muttering. You know what Jesus is doing? Doing what Jesus is about doing. Seeking and saving that which was lost. You have to decide, church, if we're going to be a country club for people who pay or if we're going to be a hospital for people who aren't well. Because I ain't well. All y'all know. And it ain't a secret.
minute we believed we belong because we did something, we screwed up. I'm here because God said, it was okay, I want to use you. You're here because God said, it was okay, that place is safe now. The greatest single thing I want to be able to say about our church when I decide to write on Facebook, when I decide to invite my neighbor, when I decide to invite my friends, is that it's safe here. That you won't be judged by a bunch of other sinners for being a sinner. That's all I really, really want. And slowly and methodically, and I told, I told the staff this Tuesday, that same meeting where Reuben was, this guy stood up and he said, tell us something great about your church. Now, y'all know I like to talk. And I'm sitting there in front of these guys, and I wanted, I wanted to talk about what we're doing. And I didn't. But I thought a lot about what I would have said. And what I would have said is nothing like what I would have said 20 years ago. You know what I'm thankful for? Anybody ever seen the movie A Knight's Tale? God, such a good movie. Do you remember the part where the dude walks buck naked through the scene? And they're like. And they finally stop the brother who has nothing on but. Oh, he didn't have a smile on. And uh, he's walking through and they're like, hey, what are you doing? And it's Jeffrey Chaucer uh, in the movie. He says, trudging. Because he's British. That's my best British. Trudging. They look at each other. He goes, trudging. To trudge the long purposeful walk of a man. He's barefoot, and he's in the dirt, and he's moving ahead. You know what my favorite part of NBC is? I am I'm literally, I, I would have told those men, I find joy now in the trudge. And I'm telling Preston, I'm telling Cy, and I'm literally starting to weep because my heart is different than it used to be. I, I would love to have 400, I would love to have First thing it seems, I'd love to have money coming out our ears, and that would all be well and good, except apparently that's not God wants to do with me. Do you know what he wants to do with me? He wants to love you in the trudge. And I am thankful that I am trudging through marital strife and kids strife and job strife and financial strife and not political religious crap. Because nine out of those ten pastors are fighting people wearing hats in their sanctuary. They're fighting people coming in wearing the wrong things. They're fighting carpet battles. They're fighting business meeting, who, blah, blah, blah. We're not fighting that garbage. And so I am literally, my heart, like the grid. I, 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 have, I could look those gentlemen in the eye and with the integrity of the Father say, I am thankful for the trudge that every year, there's been a few more people, that every year there's been a few more baptisms, that every year there's a little more money, and that God's going, get along, little doggy. It's coming. I'm thankful to trudge with you. And I'm not going to listen to the muttering. Stop muttering. And just love the sinners. And if you struggle, find a mirror and learn to love that one. Because when Jesus takes over, here's what happens.
Zacchaeus stood up and said, Look, Lord, not Jesus, Lord, the word that tells us there's been a change. Look, Lord, the one who controls me, the one who has power over me, the one who is in charge of my life. I've told you before, if you're going to call him Lord, you can't tell him no. If you can, he ain't your Lord. He's your Savior. He's your friend. He's not your Lord. Look, Lord, here and now, I give half, not 10% church, half my possessions to the poor. Wait, wait, wait. And if I have cheated, if we go back through and there's a wrong mark in the books, if I get righteous and I find that I have done something that was not correct, I'm not going to pay them back. I'm not going to give them twice. I'm going to pay back four times that much. If it exhausts all that I have on this earth, I am now right with God and will be right with his people. That's the kind of church I want. Transformed in such a way that our right standing with the Lord and our right standing with all those around, enemy and friend, is transformed by him and shows outwardly in us no matter the cost. Jesus' response, today, salvation has come. Listen to me, to this house. Salvation has come to this house. Listen to me, the Greek word here does not imply the place in which we are standing, just like the word church in our language doesn't actually mean the building. When it says house here, it means salvation has come to what? The household. Those who dwell there. A man powerfully transformed by Christ. Powerfully transformed. Those in his presence. Those with whom he has charge. Through power of Jesus. Greg can't get saved and then Greg can't save everybody else because of Greg. Let's be clear. But Jesus is so powerful and the victory is so real that when someone is transformed the effect is phenomenal. And he doesn't do it with the preachers and the teachers. If you remember he did it with the woman at the well who was sleeping with five people but he sends her back to town and the town comes running to meet him because of her testimony. He did it with the demonic man in the region of the Gerasenes on the edge of the lake when he stepped outside the boat and the legion of demons fled and that man did not get to go with Jesus. No, he was sent as the first missionary into the Decapolis. Translation, saved ten cities. When we're truly saved, when we're truly transformed, there is true change in our life. And when that change turns into action, it affects everyone around us for the purpose and the plan of the one who changed us.
Just one, God. Do something indescribable in just just one. I don't know whose heart was soft enough today. I don't know whose soul was open enough today. I don't know whose soil had been perfectly tilled by God's Spirit for today, but I know that His Word does not return void. And that though Zacchaeus, though I may be, though we may be, we little men and women in a wee little church, there's power in the name of Jesus. And I am gonna see a victory. I don't know if it will be like I think it will be, I don't know if it will happen like I think it should happen, but I know that the battle belongs to the Lord, and so I will see victory. And what we thought was bad will turn out better than we could have ever hoped or imagined. In Jesus' name, amen.